righty. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Because this is an inclusive podcast and we hope for it to be a safe space for people from all walks of life. Before getting into today's episode, we would like to clear the era. We will be speaking about the actor Elliot Page, formerly known as Ellen Page, until December 2020, when Elliot announced that he was trained. Throughout this episode, we will refer to the actor as Elliot he, they, and the character of Juno as she, her. Thank you for understanding and participating in the uplifting of trans people. More of the stories you talk, miss, you will get clapped in the comments. So keep it cute. And we will block you. And if I'm feeling spicy, report. And let's get into today's episode. Hey y'all, it's Eden and Courtney. Welcome to Kinda Sorta Cinephiles, a podcast dedicated to giving real and honest reviews on the classics, cult, cult, pop culture, culture, and everything in between. This week, we watched the 2007 classic, question mark, Juno. Yay! Insert applause here, people. (laughs) Teen pregnancy. I I'm a fan of, <laughs> the of teen film. pregnancy. I'm I'm not a fan of teen pregnancy, but in my youth, I did watch a lot of shows in regards to teen. You like did I did have a secret life of like, American teenager girl. I went through that phase. I hit it hard, and I also watched Teen Mom Ooh. and Sixteen and Pregnant. Like I was oh really. My. Oh my god. <laughs> like, I was lot. really watching the shows about the teen parents. And who mm-hmm. says that what she watches influences you? Because my Period. girl did not have a baby. <laughs> Purr. We do not do that over here. No, ma'am. <laughs> Let's talk about the trailer. I watched the trailer on Amazon because I watched it on Prime. Mm-hmm. So I just watched that trailer. It was fine. I mean, it was just like a regular trailer to me. I don't think it really did the movie justice. I watched the trailer with you because <laughs> you were in the room. And um, I like the trailer. I think it was very of the time. Mm-hmm. It was cute. Like, no, you're a lover. Yeah, the like, song is the song is forever like iconic. inscribed in the like Tumblr girl era. Exactly. So I enjoyed the trailer. If I were to watch it in 2007, would I have watched the movie? Yes. I would have been like, mm-hmm. what is this? But also that just describes me as a person. I was very into white indie films <laughs> Yeah, as a young adult. The only other thing I could even take from this was it was a very long trailer. I think they were trying to give me like inspirational vibes and that Jason Bateman is somebody I can never take seriously. But I love him as an actor, but I just cannot take him seriously like for the life of me. Um, But you know how I feel about Jason Bateman? (laughs) I love Jason Bateman. Like I am a Jason Bateman stan. I really support that man. I don't know what it is about Jason Bateman that I like, but in every, not every movie, but in a a lot of his movies that he's been in, I thoroughly enjoy it. And I'm just going to leave this here because I've said it before and I'll say it again. If Jason Bateman has one fan, it's me. If he has a thousand fans, I'm one of them. And if he has no fans, I'm dead. So I support Jason Bateman and um, and I like his work. Ooh. I would like to put out that I appreciate him because one of my favorite movies, The Gift, stars him. Oof. But even in that movie, yeah. I cannot take him seriously. And if you've seen really? the movie, you know why. He was a jerk. Like He whatever. was a jerk. Yeah, he Let's kind stop of talking about it. him. So what are your first thoughts going into... Juno. Every time that I watch Juno unprovoked, I always go, this is such a long movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and really I think that's, it's not, it's 90 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> but something about the film makes it feel extremely long. Um, and that's always the first thing I think about when I watch a movie. But I guess from like a person who's never seen it before that standpoint, mm-hmm. I think my first thought is always, ooh, like this looks kind of sad. Because <laughs> she's like... <laughs> 16 and pregnant or 15, whatever she's But I guess that's the thing. They don't, 
I don't feel like the movie is sad. I feel like it just has no, like a. Not. I think it's the way they shot it. It's just really mm-hmm. indie. It's giving very yeah. indie. But yeah, I think, it definitely is. Hmm. My first thoughts going in. Um, I haven't watched Juno in a while, and mm-hmm. I think I watched it in high school as well. But mm-hmm. I think I thought it was one of those movies that was going to get me in trouble, but it just really? wasn't that bad. I mean, I grew up watching a lot of anything and everything for the most part of the sun. Like I, I'm pretty sure my parents were just like you can't watch it because it's rated R, and I would watch it anyway. Um, mm. sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening to this. Yeah, no. Um, no, but like so when I watched it, I don't remember how old I was, but I know I didn't watch it in 2007. Like I definitely watched it oh, yeah, no. when I was like 12, maybe, which is still like pretty yeah. young. I think I don't know. I might have been. I didn't like think I was gonna get in trouble. Yeah, I didn't think I was gonna get well, in trouble. I was just like, I don't know something about it. I don't know if it was her skirt over her jeans or what, or the, the, the <laughs> belly. But I just I really thought belly, this was probably. gonna be like a provocative movie. For some reason, I don't like when I I remember when I first watched it, it was like on a site, wink, wink. And (laughs) I was just thinking like, my parents would never let me watch this. I have to watch it in the shadows of my room. (laughs) Girl, no, I think... I think, um, yeah, no, like I was just, I like randomly was like, I'm going to watch this. And I think I watched it with my sister. Like I was like, do you, do you want to watch this movie? And she was just like, no, but she watched it anyway. Cause she did want to watch the movie. My sister did not watch movies with me. Shout out to you, Emerald. We love you. That's Sydney's my um, movie buddy. Like I enjoy watching movies with Sydney cause our commentary is typically on par. So I guess shout out to the sisters today. Shout out to you, Sydney. And that's how I know she'll watch this episode. Mm. You better say something nice, Sydney. Per. So let's get into our letters of letterbox. Our letterbox reviews. Where we pick our favorite reviews from the letterbox app. Ho ho ho. Aren't we excited about this today? I know I am. I shall let you start, Eden. Thank you. The review that I picked was from a user whose name is Freya, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it states, the funniest part about this film is the idea that we're expected to see Michael Sarah as a serious athlete. And as a former track and field athlete, <laughs> I take this comment out. very seriously because did y'all see Michael Sarah in this movie? Girl, and then Pum Pum It didn't give no, no muscle tone. It didn't give sweat. It didn't even give, I went to weight room once or walked past a weight room. What's, what's yeah. going on? It wasn't even giving power walk. Like, the boy don't even be walking. No. Was he like, supposed to be on the cross-country team? Yeah, like, he Maybe was, that's he, why they tried to get away with it. But even then, like, the people people who run track in general are... They be muscular. They be muscular. They have a, a build to them because running is intense. And you have to be a strong person to do it. I will say Literally. a lot of the cross-country boys that I used to, like, run with, they did love the booty shorts. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's, like, the breeze. Really? But they love those, like, flappy booty shorts. <laughs> they was into the hoochie daddy shorts before it they came were. back. Like they really like all the time. There was a couple people who like wore just like, uh, I don't even think people wore basketball shorts because it just doesn't like, it's not as aerodynamic. Basketball shorts are too heavy to wear. Like, yeah. Like to trying to run across the country. It was either spandex for meats or those flappy shorts. And I just <laughs> never got it. Cause I was like, your penis. Like, <laughs> what about that? <laughs> Where does it go? First, we have said our first penis on this podcast. Wow. We have. Um, yes. Oh, that's the first, I'm surprised. That's the first time we've said I that. am surprised. Well, um, well, there it is, folks. That's why that was unrealistic of Michael Sarah. Yeah. 
Um, and <laughs> my quote, I will preface this to say, y'all did hear me say, I am a Jason Bateman stan. Mm-hmm. Um, so please take this with a grain of salt when I don't take it with a grain of salt, but like, and it relates to the movie a lot. Here we go. Every time Gina is alone with Jason Bateman, I have the police on speed dial. As and that should. is courtesy of Robin. Shout out to you, Robin, on Little Boy. Because Robin, you was on par. You were on par. Yep. No, because literally Jason <laughs> he Bateman was scary looks in this 40. film. Like, he, and I'm I'm like every time I'm like, why is he so interested in this why alone time with this child? Yo, band t-shirts. Girl, why are y'all slow dancing in the basement? It was that inappropriate. Was the, that was one. I I don't know what it is. I don't remember a lot of the stuff that happened in this movie because when I rewatched it, <laughs> I was like, how did they get away with this? No. Really. And also, if I was the wife, I would be like, Juno, are you okay? Like first of all, Jason, like, this is ankle slit. Girl. You're not going anywhere. Girl. I'm just kidding, guys. I would never commit a crime on an ankle. On a, or an Achilles. Because that's, really, that's, that's, that's that's evil. You're a runner. You should know not to commit those type of crimes. Hey. No, but Jason Bateman <laughs> definitely gave pervert vibes in this film. And I was just so grossed out at how quickly those pervert tendencies came up in the film. They really did. It was, <laughs> it didn't take long at all. First, like, this is kind of nasty. But yeah, so I relate to that, Robin, in great letterbox <laughs> review. So let's speak on the facts. We have the writer, Diablo Cody, who wrote for Juno and for Jennifer's Body. So two classics. It's given Teeny Bopper. Mm-hmm. We have the director, Jason Retman, who directed and produced Up in the Air, that movie mm-hmm. with Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I don't Honestly, like Anna Kendrick. I'm sorry. I, I don't dislike Anna Kendrick. I don't know. I've heard a lot of mixed things about Anna Kendrick. I, I'm not going to say I don't like her because I can't say. I don't know the lady. and I don't know exactly what was said. But I've actually never seen Up in the Air. And I don't know if that would be considered a classic, which I guess. I don't. It was It was really. It was a really good screenplay. I'll say that. Okay. Well, it was written really well. I'll probably watch it then on my free time just to watch but i don't know mm-hmm. um but that's dope that jason redman did that like I might he watch. also um directed and produced labor day was that nicholas sparks or was that just another like hometown i built a shed with my bare hands and i'm gonna protect you movie <laughs> i definitely don't think it was nicholas <laughs> spark <laughs> but i just remember but i remember that being like a heavily um that was a real advertised movie yeah and that whole concept during that time was real like I was eating it up Labor too. Labor Day came out in 2020. I'm tripping. I'm thinking about whole other movie, so excuse that. Maybe I'm thinking about another movie too. Yeah. Oh, girl. Oh, my God. No. I looked at the movie Labor Day, and why did the actual holiday pop up? Okay. Let's okay, so movie came out in 2013. Oh, no. I did like this movie because I thought that the, um, because it was Josh Brolin who played the main lead in that movie mm-hmm. and Kate Winslet. And I do love both those people, like, separately. And then to see them collectively was done really well. And I think the reason I liked the movie so much was because at the time, I really don't want people to read into this when I say this or think a way about me. Okay. Mm. At the time, however, I did think Josh Brolin looked very good in that movie. And I can understand why she went to those lengths. Oh my. I mean, not 100%, but I was like 75% understanding why she went to those lengths to keep a criminal safe. <laughs> like, because oh. he looked so good. So I would, I would protect You're you. You're harboring fugitives now? You know, from my man. From my man, my man, my man. Come do it now, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm going to support him. I'm going to stick beside him. Wow. That's that movie's motto. I'm going to stick beside him. There was a lot of producers for this movie. Yes. I'm just going to name off a couple that stuck out. Mm-hmm. John Milkovich. He might have to go down in history as one of the most hated people on my side. Not for the reason you would think. It's because he's great at what he does. Oh. I hate that man because... <laughs> 
Because, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, dang, does he have a scandal? Like, what did no, he do? I hate him because he freaking made Being John Milkovich, which is a scary ass movie. Like, it's not supposed to be scary, but I promise you, if you've ever seen that movie, I've never seen it. So now I have to watch uh, okay. this. Film. It's not, it's not like horror scary. It's mm-hmm. creepy scary. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into it because that'll be a whole nother discussion. We might actually review it, maybe, maybe. because it's, it is good. It's really good. So he also produced Perks of Being Wildflower, another. Which great, that great teenage movie. Great teenage film. I went through a teenage angst phase, y'all. And the person being a wallflower was like really my shiznit. That was like one of the movies. Like I'm gonna read the book before I watch the movie because I watched the movie and I then I read and read the book and I should have did mm. the opposite. You should have. Um, but fun fact, I don't even think I finished the book. I think I definitely watched the movie, started the book, it and then like I did hundred pages, Courtney. I don't know what was wrong with me, but I didn't finish it. Don't judge me. I mean, judge me. I don't care. But I did love the, the person being a wallflower, and that was really when I was in my Tumblr. We hearted oh my girl face. Like I was like, I want to live in New York and I want to, I was going through stuff. Like I didn't go through nothing except for like having to study for history. Which I was So we stuck. also have um, Joseph Drake who produced mm, like Games. all of the Hunger Games movies neighbors mm-hmm. and american psycho some so big names on this movie and then we get into the actors we of course have elliot page who played juno michael mm-hmm. Sarah, who played holly bleaker <laughs> jennifer garner was vanessa loring jason bateman mark loring creep <laughs> simmons <laughs> who played juno's father which i didn't realize his name was mac mcguff yeah and then allison janey who played bryn mcguff which was juno's mom and I think for me, the funniest one that sticks out is Alison Janney, because I just think she's a less funny version of... Oh my God. <laughs> she's a less funny version of the lady from Kit Kittredge. I cannot find her name. Are you smoking crack? She is. <laughs> no. Alison Janey is an icon. She is the moment. I... No, she's this really is, this good. This is why we did a podcast together, guys, because as you can tell, our views are oh. always going to be left. Um, Joan Cusack. I love Joan. Joan Cusack? I don't and know. Alison Janey is... Is a less funny version of her to me. I like they're like the so. same type of white woman, but Joan, she does crazy lady oh, every time. No, she I got, do love Joan Cusack as well, that though. Down. I think they're two completely separate types. I just feel of like they both play actresses. crazy white people. Crazy white ladies but I think are moms, and Joan just be eating. I'm sorry. But I want to say this. Too, but Joan I is say eating this. a beast. Because I love them both separately, and I, and I, and mm. actually, no, I can't even say that because I was going to say Alice. And Janie can play Joan Cusack roles, but Joan Cusack can't play Alice Janie roles. But I realized they literally yes, both can. could play each other's roles. They, they could. could both <laughs> step into each other's characters. So I get what you're saying, but I just don't think Alice Janie is the less version of that. If anything, I think they're both kind you're of right, you're right. together. Like, we love women. We they're both do. great. I, I just I, personally I, favor Joan. <laughs> fine, and that's fine. That's, that's fine. not that's saying that anybody's yeah. worse. But I was. I think this was such an all-star ensemble cast. Like it was everybody here. Like this was, and then for the movie, like it's such a jokey corny like angsty movie, movie. and the fact that everybody signed on to this i'm like like why i get yeah, it i heard like, that why? um that jennifer garner because i think this is after 30 going on 30 so everybody yeah. knows jennifer <laughs> is that girl literally and i read somewhere that she actually took a pay cut taking this role because she really wanted to do it but then wow. once the movie came out and like it blew up the box office she got all that money back and more okay. girl you go ahead with passion <laughs> projects girl it's because she saw the vision she, she saw she the did. vision and i get it Sometimes I get, you gotta I get do it. that. You gotta do it. I mean, that has always happened, but I'm glad it worked out. It worked out. It was a good film. Ding, 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 ding. 
<laughs> Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this movie. For this, if you have not seen this movie, it kind of works around trimesters in a funny way. So it starts in autumn, so fall for everyone else. And mm-hmm. we see the movie go throughout all four seasons. So mm-hmm. we're just going to pick apart each season and talk about some things that stood out to us. Courtney, bring us on mm-hmm. to the chili. Christian girl fall. Christian girl fall. <laughs> it, yes, is. it is. And I, I really will feel like that town, I think, is the epitome of 2007 Christian girl fall. Mm-hmm. It feels like it. It looks like it. It is, it is Midwest depicted yeah. in the best way possible, I yeah. think. But anyway, so we start the movie off in fall. We see my favorite person in the, in the start of this film. Anybody watch The Office knows exactly who I'm talking about. Um, it's, it's just Dwight, guys. It's Dwight. And I love <laughs> seeing him in other stuff aside from The Office. It really makes my day. And that's why I give it an extra point. We see a young Juno walk her way, drinking mm-hmm. a large gallon of Sunny D. Gross. Insane. <laughs> insane. That you're willingly drinking Sunny D. Literally. And I think she should have, like, I would have been drinking apple juice. Hell, juicy juice. You drinking Sunny well, D? Well, I think she was doing it because apparently, like, if you have, like, an overdose of vitamin C, you could kill, like, terminated pregnancy. Oh. So, but I don't think <laughs> she, she thought that like, through because Sunny D isn't, isn't, like, that potent. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Gino. But anyway, so we see Juno walking into the gas station slash, like, corner store. And what does she do? She grabs a pregnancy test. We hear Dwight <laughs> tell her, just because you marked it doesn't mean it's yours. And I think that's one of the most iconic lines of the film. Mm-hmm. I digress. My girl pees on the stick. This is, like, her third or fourth pregnancy test. And I'm like, babes, it's not yeah. going to change. Even, even yeah. if that test was negative, you had, like, three that were positive. Right. It, it and didn't I make just think sense. taking a pregnancy test in public has to be, like, <laughs> top three most embarrassing, embarrassing things in ever. And then that raggedy Even if I wanted a kid, I would be embarrassed to be taking a pregnancy test in a drugstore. <laughs> I would, even even if I wanted the kid, I would just be like, oh gosh. Like I'll right. wait. Honestly, at that point, she would have been better off just pissing in the bushes because that corner mm-hmm. store was disgusting. But anyway, you gotta do what you gotta do. She couldn't go home. She couldn't take that home because she's gonna dispose of it. I guess yeah. on the way to school, but that's kind of worse too. We've all seen those movies. My girl gets a pregnancy test and what does it say? Dot dot dot, she's pregnant. So she does the most logical thing anybody can do. She gets a long thing of it's like Twizzlers, but it's it's like a longer rope than Twizzlers, red vine. Mm-hmm. A big old thing of red vine. And she takes it with her. I'm like, oh wow, like what a good treat. Like you're pregnant, you want some red vine. I get it. That's a craving people have. No people. <laughs> she gets that red vine, loops it up, throws it up on the tree. And think yeah. this is gonna be this is gonna be heavy enough. I really think it was just Juno being it was just Juno showing we're starting showing to see ass. the dynamics of Juno. Yeah. The intricacies of who Juno is. I guess my um, favorite thing about this, like going into she's pregnant. We get on the hamburger phone, call your homegirl up. <laughs> Any friend who is down, like the first thing out of your mouth, so do you need me to take you to the clinic? Friend, that's, that's a, a real friend. one. I'm 16. Because <laughs> some people be trying to guilt you. They do. So what are you naming the baby? B- what? It has fingernails, girl. Go to oh my hell. gosh. Yeah. Uh, that was go to hell. It was also the fact the scene as to which that baby was conceived. It was was, a bit gross. It was a bit bit gross. gross. And I was genuinely traumatized. And I will (laughs) say I have not eaten um, orange Tic Tacs since I saw this movie. Wow. Literally. I only eat white and green Tic Tacs. And I feel like my family can vouch for me on that. Realistically, I really have not eaten it since this movie. I don't want to say it's because this movie, but I did happen to stop eating them when I saw this movie. this time. Yes. And I do blame Michael Sarah for that. Yeah. I mean, if I was 16 year old Eden and I got pregnant by a Michael Sarah looking man, 
I too would want to hang myself with a red vine. But the thing <laughs> is, he didn't even think he was the type of dude who could get somebody pregnant. That's Girl. crazy to me. Like, he just didn't because even you're think a nerd anything. don't mean your sperm don't still. It works. I, I promise. I was honestly just, and I don't even know why she was like, he's the one. I mean, she did explain why he's the one, but I was just yeah. like, we, I thought this was the definition both like, of um, the bully kids. They were both, they were both the bully kids. I wouldn't even say they were, I just think they were the same type of weird and they kind of just like bonded over <laughs> that. Because that happens. Like, that's yeah. one of those things when you see in school, you're like, if she that got a man, sense. why can't I get a man? She's that the is, she. Like, Juno she is, is the, the she, she that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Juno definitely, I feel like Juno definitely is the she. I can see that. And he definitely is like, he got a girlfriend? Okay. Yeah, they're definitely that couple in high school. You were kind of just like, I didn't even think that they were kissing people. I didn't even think they were sexual beings. That's, <laughs> like, that's the one. Having sex, but and pregnant. And yeah, her friend was a real one for sure. I do think that it was so weird though. I know this is not like a major point, but you know, when she went back to school or whatever and she was talking to her friends about like what she was going to do, da, 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 she told dude that she was mm. pregnant. And this is a small thing, but it stuck with me throughout the movie. Do you know that dude who like closed her locker shut? Like she had a bully that was a dude. <gasps> that was Sean from Degrassi. Yes, Sean from Degrassi. I <laughs> thought that was so weird because I'm like, I've never seen am I 23 years of living where boys yeah. is real life bullying. Like Juno was literally adorable. Like she looked 10 and she it made it even like she gross. was probably gonna annoying. I'm not even gonna hold you. <laughs> Like, if you were to go to high school, would you know? You probably would think she was annoying. I don't think so. I think, no. Actually, yes, because she had... I was like, you have to really think about it. (laughs) I think in the movie, it's fine because, like, you know... You're empathetic, yeah. Right. But in real life, I would not want to be around her, probably. (laughs) Like, if she was in my class... And we had a project together. I'd work with her, but she's not a person that I would just like hang out with outside of school, you know? Yeah, no, and I get fine. that. That's fine. I mean, I don't, but I don't think you bully her because of it. Like yeah, she was I wouldn't a bully. bully her, no. But then also I think it's funny how, and I will say, I do know Juno's a weirdo because if you remember when she went to the pregnancy clinic and she's describing this awful story, like this awful thing, like, oh yeah, like, do you remember so-and-so when they like hopped into the water fountain and like drunk the water and then like scream, like it was something so outrageous. And then the girl goes calmly, I heard that was you. (laughs) Right. Hmm. I was really just like, Juno is a weirdo. Like, she is a problem. She, and that's when, I, when you said that, I was like, dang, I yeah. probably would not hang out with Juno. Because if I see her, I'm in the mall and she pulls some shit like that, I would be like, oh, girl, oh, this girl has, is a problem. No. And she hung out with other weird people because her friend wanted to sleep with this gross old man, the teacher. She did. And he wasn't even a fine teacher. Like, he was legit. He was just a regular teacher. A teacher. It was gross. It's fine. I guess, you know, whatever. No, floats your boat. he was no Ezra. Whatever floats your boat. No, that was gross. You do you. I'm shaming her. Shame. She should be shamed, but I feel like at this point it's too too late. So I guess my thing about the next part of the first trimester, number one, Mm -hmm. she is like 12 weeks pregnant already. Yeah. So she's very far along. She goes home after being, you know, like shamed, I guess, by Su Chin, I think her name is, who mm-hmm. was like protesting outside of the clinic, which is false because there would be yeah. way more way people out more. there. I just, and a lot more I'm aggressive sorry. people. Literally. Because my girl, she was out there fighting for her life for them babies. Oh, oh babies deserve to been be at school. Born. No, really. Why did she not get a truant? <laughs> like, I would call it the cops. <laughs> like, like, that's the, the truant child. Come get her. 
please. Juno's at home with her parents and then figuring out, yes, I'm pregnant. I do not want to keep this baby though. But Mm -hmm. the fingernail thing got to her. So now they're trying to figure out where like the next move is. And somehow they find 2007 version of we will adopt your baby. Literally, it was in the freaking penny saver. The penny saver. The pennies. I was like, what? The penny saver? Yeah. I'm just thinking about the tweets that are coming out. Like, we will adopt your child. (laughs) That's creepy. It's just like the tweet. It's like the newspaper version of that tweet. It's honestly very scary. And I would have been like, "Mm, they look off. Yeah. So then she somehow organizes like a visit to Vanessa and Mark's house. And they live in the baller part of town. I don't Mm -hmm. remember if they said like what part of town they lived in. But it was it was like a ways away. There was a couple of shots of them driving through different houses, which I thought was cool. Mm -hmm. showing the affluence but i think it's kind of also not even the affluence it's kind of also showing these are very well established people um but if you peep how a lot of the houses in the neighborhood all kind of look the same to really showcase how mundane safe suburban they are like these would be like the the safest no Mm -hmm. issues no cracks in the house like on some uniform stuff and i just think that was kind of I don't know if it was meant, was meant to be like a foreshadowing of like nothing is ever as good as it seems. It um, but be. after rewatching it and watching it as an adult, that's kind of what I took from that. It's kind of like nothing is ever as good as it seems because nothing literally is ever as good as it seems. Some things are maybe, but not every, most things aren't. Yeah. I mean, when they get there, you kind of do see some like, I don't know if it's sketchy because I've never been like a part of an adopt process so yeah Vanessa and Mark have their lawyer which I was like oh my gosh like the first visit you have the lawyer but honestly Um, if anything that would make me feel more safe about it because like I know that you're actually not a crazy person I guess and the lawyer is like German and then Juno just starts speaking in a German accent which is (laughs) insane I think this got Mark it would have probably got me too I probably would have laughed is when she was saying like oh you know I was just thinking of doing it you know old testament style Moses in the reeds and I was just like what? what? <laughs> like putting your baby in a basket and just pushing it ashore? <laughs> no, literally. Like, and then girl. just like in general, <laughs> when you stop to think about like adoption as a real thing, it's crazy. Like, I'm literally paying for a baby. Like, no, you just have but to sit and it's, it's you can't. You're not. You're not actually paying for the baby. That's illegal. No, you are. No, I know. You, and I know it's illegal. That's why I said it's really crazy that we do that anyway. Like, that's what you're doing. Like, people are like, oh, you're paying for the medical expenses or for the work. You're paying for I, I, I don't. I don't know because I feel like you should pay. Like, if you're going to adopt a child from somebody like they're pregnant for whatever reason they can't take care of this baby or they don't want to and you're going to be there for the rest of their life you need to start now like pay the medical bills because if i don't go if i can't go to the hospital of course pay for the medical bills but just like when i'm saying as a concept that you have to pay for a baby is paying for children is strange i I know and so Now they're like bonding. <laughs> like Juno sneaks upstairs to go to the restroom or something and then sees like Mark's rock and roll room and whatnot. His like little man cave. And it's just like baby mama, not baby daddy, but just like dad bonding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but I, I'm just like, oh, it was just so this? weird to me though, because I just, I, I literally got grossed out at start. I know it was not meant to be a like inappropriate thing. It was like, oh, like she's a cool kid. I'm going to show her this stuff that I do for fun. But like mm-hmm. a lot of people said, the role that Jason Bateman played in this film, it just gave off a really pervy. inappropriate pervy dynamic, even mm-hmm. from the beginning. Like it was no time when they talked privately that I was like, this girl is safe. Nothing's yeah, gonna no. happen. And I think it's also funny because 
Elliot was literally in the movie Hard Candy, yes. where they had to actually debunk a mm, perv. And I exactly. just like, is he getting typecast? Like, <laughs> is that what's happening? <laughs> no, but he ended up doing like a bunch of other stuff. They tried to typecast him and he was able to break away, which is hard to I do. Because like even now he's in like the Umbrella Academy and he's dope. Like he's great. I think Elliot is able to play any role, but during that time, he just had he that sweet little face. teen girl. I I think that Elliot Page was adorable. Like he he looked so young for so long that it's kind of hard to place him in adult roles. True. Like you can't play somebody who looks 13 in a 26 year old role. So then what do we do? We got to keep putting him in high school roles. And I think that's not, that's a good and bad thing for him. Cause I know that he probably was like, I'm ready to do some hot shit. And everybody was just like, but you look 10, honey. Yeah. I digress. And now we're into winter. It's also, you know, next trimester. So now Juno has quite of a bump. Mm-hmm. And it was just a lot of like Juno and Bleaker mess in the beginning because he was kind of like, do what you got to do. And then she kept it. Yeah. He was just like, but oh. even then, I think it was, I think this is how we knew Bleaker was kind of a dickhead because yeah. he should have stuck beside her. Like everybody's talking about Juno. Yeah. Everybody's not being nice to Juno. Like, her, like she just felt so uncomfortable. This is a, a bad situation. Like we're in the Midwest, you're 16, you're pregnant. What you going to do? And instead of him sticking beside his girl, cause you was all here, you didn't say no. When it was time, you was all here for. You was down he was about to, do to the take D. what's her face to prom. Yeah, and that was real trifling. But I think was that was Katrina on in the season. Yeah, Katrina. No, it was so funny. And she was like, "Your girlfriend keeps giving me that stank face." <laughs> he goes, "She really did have a stank face. face. She had a disease. Like that was her face." And then, like, oh and then God. he goes, "That's just her face." And they pan over to Katrina's yeah, face. Yeah, no, I was I like, literally oh my. Out. <laughs> like I, I was, was like, like oh. "Dang, you know?" I was, like, I was she shocked that way. I was shocked too, but I thought that was so funny. I was like, "She looks that way." When? But most of this part of the movie was just kind of Juno coming to terms with the fact that she really is pregnant mm-hmm. and like all the things that come with that. They went to go get the ultrasound to, for the first time. Mm-hmm. And the ultrasound tech is really bitchy. Like she's coming for them. Like they're trash. I honestly don't think they were. I think they were just like regular white people. Yeah, they but weren't white This trash. girl was real uppity and she was like, Hmm, well, I'm glad that you're, you know, giving it up for adoption so I can go to a real nice home. My girl, if you don't shut up what? and do your job, like, like please. That, literally, that is not your place. And I was glad that Juno's stepmom cussed her out. Yeah, that's Brain true. was doing it. She said, let me tell you something. Not this one. <laughs> not today. No. That's weird. I was like, yeah. That was weird for no reason. But I also think what was significant during the season is we, we also started to see those cracks in the foundation. Um, Vanessa with, and Mark. Yeah. We were starting to see them arguing a lot more, like her picking out the decorations for the room and him He's not being like, invested. Why are you doing this so early? We don't even know the gender. The gender. But also he was acting like as if they were 21. Like they were almost four. They were old. Yeah. And like, he's like, I just don't know if I'm ready. Like y'all have been married for like 10 years. Y'all were trying to have kids anyway. You are well establishing your careers. What's it called with that? Because he didn't really want to have kids. Yeah. But they also had a failed adoption prior. So Mm -hmm. Vanessa was kind of on edge anyway, because she was like, I don't know if this is going to work. Like, yeah, because Juno came to their house on just some chill type. I'm 
bored, whatever, and just wanted to like learn more about them. And I think as a 16 year old, it probably sounded like, yeah, I want to make idea. sure the the future parents of my child are cool, which mm-hmm. sounds, you know, sounds like a good idea. But that's a grown man who Literally. is married. And regardless of if he was a creep or not, like that's just too much. He should have said, um, you know, you know, I really am glad you came over here and I would love to do this more, but I'm like, I'm a little busy. And he didn't. He because he knew literally he hunkered down on that perverted sense that he had and he was just like come in like, let me give you a tour let me show you the house like yeah I, like, I think at one point in the movie he calls her like beautiful which i mean and i was just like yeah it's weird it was just weird it was gross and i was just like oh god so yeah like after that juno ends up going to bleaker's house and just talking to him about her experience so far as being pregnant blah blah, blah. i want to say they get into a fight after that but i'm i don't they remember because do. like he doesn't yeah. understand like he was like nobody told you to keep the baby like, yeah that's and then you. even bleaker thought it was weird that like <laughs> Like you're having a relationship with your the closed adoption dad. Like literally, that's weird. And I'd like to add that was. Leaker's mom freaking hated Juno, which, <laughs> which I think is probably hilarious. for good reason. No, really, like she didn't. In the fact, and I know, I know, his mama was crawling up the wall when she found out that he got her pregnant. Right. Like, yeah, what? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I would do either. But yeah, you know, then like later, Vanessa is at the mall with her friends, and Juno's at the mall with her friend, and they run into each other. And this girl is rubbing her belly in the middle of the mall and like has her ear to. I'm like, this is weird. Like, I get that's no, her kid, but this boundaries. is strange. This is strange. No, literally, if I was doing, I'd be like, all right, enough. Don't touch me. Hey, um, <laughs> you're doing all that. No, really, because she was. And like you said, it was a crowded mall. Um, I'm already getting stared at, and then you make a debacle in the middle of this mall when I'm just trying to get some Auntie Annie's. Are you crazy? Some wetzel yeah. pretzel? Girl, please. Now we're transitioning. The flowers are blooming and we're in springtime. So this is basically Juno's third trimester of pregnancy. Yeah, she is She's big and pregnant. large. And her mom is making adjustments in the jeans with the waistband. Mm-hmm. And I would like to pose a question. Something that came up, they talked about having to use cocoa butter all the time so she doesn't get stretch marks. Did Juno only use lotion when she was pregnant? <laughs> That's a because I did question not, that I can't answer I did not you. Pete, like, I mean, obviously <laughs> not going to show you putting on lotion all the time, but I was just like, that's an odd comment to make. She's like, I just feel so slimy all the time. I was just like, do you not wear lotion any other day? Like, I, I know like cocoa butter, that's like putting on shea butter every single day. That's but a I mean, little bit outrageous. During the wintertime, you do put on cocoa butter, but I guess it was warmer. It was hot. So yeah, but I was but, like, either way, because it was springtime now. Yeah. So it so is warmer. Like, is this something that that is an odd comment? To? But I mean, you still do put on lotion. Like, I don't know, girl, put you some Lubriderm on, like put you on something. Right. I don't know. So that, um, that kind of struck yeah. me. But also like during the wintertime, I do put cocoa butter on like, I mean, during the summertime that I want to kind of glow a bit. So maybe she just doesn't wear lotion. And we're going to, from here on out, you heard it here first. Juno was not wearing lotion. And yeah, that's why she was so uncomfortable either. with that. I think she was ashy. Mm. Yes. And springtime, of course, remember prom, Bleaker oh. is going with Katrina. And that's <laughs> really freaking crazy after you got another girl another pregnant. Girl She's pregnant. just and walking the, the hall. Katrina said... Y'all go with you. Cause I would have been like, what about your baby mama? Like, aren't you and Juno together? Like, what? But one thing about Juno, she was not going to let that thing happen. She was not going to see nobody let her tilt her crown. Juno said, Bleaker, let me tell you something. I don't know. Why would you do that? Because I did. That clearly hurt her feelings. My girl was about to cry. She was, but I don't. And I, I say this, and I don't typically like to take men's side on things. I don't. But we don't... 
as an audience, we're seeing Juno's side of things. But if mm-hmm. you really think about it, I don't know if she like convinced him to have sex with her or why there was no condom involved, but that happened. And then she kind of was just like, you don't have to be involved at all. And I think he actually kind of wanted to. Yeah. So she kind of just like pushed him off as if he was not also a part of whatever was in her stomach. And then she's getting mad at him for also moving on. And then he's just like, that's why I still have your underwear. And she's like, well, I still have your virginity. virginity. And I was just like, oh. But when you really think about it, like, Juno put him through a lot too. Yeah. It was was a toxic relationship. I was like, I don't know who to be with in this in I don't this know. I think I think in a sense they're both wrong because yes Juno was pushing away but like also but I guess they're both young. I was saying but she's young like she's naive but like he's yeah, young he's naive he school. doesn't know what to do <laughs> and they're both in high school. I think it was kind of messed up not even to like try to like semi ask her to go to the prom. Like not even like you he can bring it well, up. Well she least. didn't even ask him to go to the ultrasound. He asked about That's the ultrasound true. earlier and she was like oh, yeah, she's oh like, no it's, it's fine. fine you don't have to come. That's true. So he probably like, thinking that like she doesn't want anything to do with him. Um, right. But I don't know. I think that, that that's an interesting point you made. And I'm really thinking about that. Like maybe Gina was putting him through a lot too. Like he was in distress. Mm-hmm. I would I say think, so too. I think I think he probably was in distress. Like that's a scary thing. Your first time is and you're pregnant and you know how to be a father. You're 16 and an awful 16 year old at that. Like y'all are yeah. both the worst 16 year olds there could be. And, and so, you can have a baby. Come on. Yeah. And then after this fight, there, Juno is being a dummy again mm-hmm. and goes back to Mark and Vanessa's house. And of course, Vanessa's not there. And he's like, it's okay. We're safe. That's weird. If That's you have weird. to say that, you know, you shouldn't be doing something. No, literally. And then we had to go back to the slow dancing part. Like, why no, are that, you that slow part. dancing with a child? It was, they were slow dancing to a point where I was like, are they going to kiss? They did, didn't they? Oh, they did kiss. He was like, oh no, Juno, we can't do this. No, and she I, was the one who backed away because he kissed her. And then he was kind of talking no. about like, I thought it was, I thought that was what happened I because thought that, I thought that, um, that she kissed him. No, I'm, I can, I can let you know right now, but keep going. No, I want to say that he kissed her and then she was like, what the fuck are you doing? You're supposed to be my baby's father with Vanessa. And then he's kind of like, I want to leave her anyway. Like this just isn't working now. And I just feel like I want to be with somebody cool like you. And then she's kind of just like, what are you talking about? And of course, Vanessa gets back. And then Mark tries to blame whatever was going on. And she was crying. And then he tries to like, you know, it's just being hormonal, you know? Right. Aren't you? Hmm. Mm. And, and that would have been a like, red flag. That was giving me yeah. like, I can do bad all by myself. Like, you know, she's lying. What? And I was like, first of all, you're a grown ass man who is still wearing freaking graphic tees from Target. Please. Let's get it together. Trying to be cool with this awful Justin Timberlake hair. No, Justin Timberlake had curls. He had regular awful. hair. He just had a regular haircut. Hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't kiss, but like they didn't kiss, but it got very intense. I guess. Oh no, that's that's how it happened. We thought they were gonna kiss, remember? They were doing the slow dance, it got really intense, and then he whispers to her, I think I'm gonna leave Vanessa. Oh, that's what it was. She was just like, What the fuck? Either way, she was not here for it. And it all ended up being what they like to call a collaborative divorce. Mark and Vanessa broke up. Juno was like, I don't know if I want to give you the baby now though, because I Yeah, because she was like, I wanted the baby different household. Right. And we go back to them kind of like going back and forth, and then Juno kind of opening up to 
bleaker again and kind of realizing like that's the man for her mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And, um, yeah, she apologizes because she like puts yeah because like, she realized she was awful but then i also mm-hmm. i would like to add that why does bleaker have a race car bed frame as a 16 year old yeah he's too grown for that they could so- <laughs> he's too grown maybe his mama couldn't afford a new bed so gotta make so, up what you got yeah so juno realizes that she was wrong and she fills his mailbox with tic tacs and kind of just lets gesture. him know you're the man for me and that was honestly kind of an expensive gift because TikTok are like, yeah that was a lot of tic tacs yeah and they're like 125 a pop and she bought like 50 yeah. or of them or like 60 she bought yeah. a lot or she got them from costco's or sam's club in bulk regardless it was expensive yeah and i i applaud this because i think this is a perfect example of when running the block goes right. Yeah. I am an advocate for running the block, I think. When it's when it's for a good reason. Everybody should not run the block, but circle the block? Run it back. Like run back the block, you know? I know, but I thought it was like circle the block. I thought it was just run it back. Yeah, that, that was like other erections. Cause you know, you circle the block, you run it back, like you circle the block. Either way, whatever you <laughs> want to call it, it went right this time. Yeah. And I think it should go right more often. I don't know. But sometimes you should just let it like you should let it be. But they were both wrong. So I guess in this situation it was good thing that it did go right. Mm. Um, so yeah. And then Juno freaking gives birth. I didn't realize the whole time that they shared one van. So every time Juno was going to the other side of town, they were just she stuck was taking at the, the car. House. Yes. I didn't, like I didn't realize that until the end. I was and just like, wait, this is the same was van. You know? Like nobody was like, no. Juno, I gotta she didn't have a do something. Oh, yeah. God. I don't I don't know. So they're like going to the hospital, doing all the crazy stuff, and she's like, where's my epidural? Blah blah blah. And my man Bleeger, he he beat the school record and, and it he ran his woman to beat mm. Juno. Mm. That's a man. He missed the birth, but it's fine. But he was there. Because he didn't they had a weird, like sweaty cuddle snuggle. session after. I think like they saw the baby and then she mm-hmm. was just like, I'm gonna give it to Vanessa, which was a good thing. Yeah, because she choice. wrote a note. She went back to the house and like delivered a note, or like I think they she mailed it and it was mm-hmm. just like if you're still in i'm still in to vanessa mm-hmm. so which was sweet vanessa was like, got a baby. almost crying it was cute but <laughs> yeah, i was emotional i did i'm I not did. damn sure didn't but um it was sweet yeah and then we get back to summer and juno and bleaker are like in super love. cute in love and singing and the song they're singing the like i actually really like that song yeah it was good it was good so yeah that's juno and i would say that it deserved to be a classic i think it it really does speak to the time of the teenage angsty indie vibe film. I would say pop culture classic, mainly because yeah, of the soundtrack. I feel so, like yeah. even now you hear that sound on TikTok and I think of Juno. Right. So definitely pop culture classic. Mm-hmm. What would you rate it? Um, Out of five or we're doing it out, out of five. Of, out of five. Yeah. I would definitely give it a... 3.5. Mm. Um, it would have gotten a four, but I think some of the pacing was a bit slow and it kind of lost me. And like I said, like this movie always feels extremely long and it's 90 minutes, like 90 minutes long. And I just feel like it takes me forever to watch it and get through it. Um, and I took up a lot of points for me. And then also Jason Bateman playing that pervert. I was just so disgusted by that. But I mean, we all need an antagonist and he was the antagonist. Yeah. Maybe I should give it a point that he played the role so well. But it doesn't take a point off for me. Um, so I give it a three point five overall yeah. good soundtrack. I would give it a three it, for the same reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't one of those movies that like watching it again made me love it anymore. It just kind of mm-hmm. made me like, oh, okay, yeah, I understand why I liked this at the time that I watched it the first time. Exactly. But it's not something that gets better with age, you know, for me. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. It is what it is. It's a cult classic for those reasons. He said it's a pop culture classic, but I thought it was a cult classic. Like I thought, I think Juno is a cult classic, like a certified like cult classic. It's 
It's like it's like up so. there with like Juno, Mean Girls, Superbad. Juno is not up there with Mean Girls or Superbad. But it's a cult classic like Juno. No, it's really not though. I think it is. No, super bad is a cult classic because of yeah. all the like the ID picture thing. But Juno, mm-hmm. it doesn't have that same like. Oh yeah, nothing about it is like, like Juno. But, but it's you can't not recreate like, Juno. No, a cult classic just has a cult following. Like Juno just doesn't have a cult following. People just like you don't the movie. Think so? No, I, I guess I, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Okay. Yeah. No. So it's a pop culture classic, like you said. Okay. Yeah. I guess the only thing with this one is it did win a lot. It won and got nominated for a lot of awards, and it did actually win the Oscar in 2008 for best original screenplay we will give them all their props for that yeah because i mean like the script was really good the language of the people in the movie was really good for the time and i was kind of disgusted i was like did we release to talk like this but then i have to remember i was eight when this movie came out so so no i was not talking like this (laughs) and i don't remember when i was eight what the people at that age were talking like i can't Mm, say i also didn't grow up in a white suburban town (laughs) yeah in the midwest it would have been different anyway. But final thoughts. So like, what are your final thoughts on the movie? Um, It was good. It was a sweet movie, but it wasn't mm-hmm. something that like I would tell people they had to watch personally. Yeah. I mean, if somebody's like looking for something to kill some time, I would recommend it. Like I would bring it up if they're like looking for that specific. Like I want to watch a, a 2000 older movie. 2000s indie film. I'd be like, oh, watch Juno. Um, but I won't say that it was like on the top of my things to mention, but it definitely would be up there on the list of things to watch. Yeah. Um, but I really, I think something about Juno, I think it's a movie, in my opinion, that you, it's like a fall movie. Mm-hmm. Even though I know it goes through all the seasons, it just feels like such a fall film. And I like that. I like movies that feel, a, that have a certain feel to it. Like, I know that I'm going to watch this movie during this time, even though it's not specifically like talking about this time. Like, you know, like some movies you watch during Halloween, even though it's not necessarily like a Halloween movie, but it's like, I'm going to watch that. And that to me is one of those movies. So I really yeah. like it. Um, would you do a double take? Yeah, I, I would. And I have. Um, but I wouldn't do it like within a six month span. Like I do it like every couple years or so. I don't. I, I think I'm okay on watching this for, I don't need to watch it again for the rest of my life, honestly. I think I'll be okay. I think this might've been, might've been my third prop. It's probably my second time watching this. And I think I'm okay with it being my last. You know, I think I've only watched this movie like three times or so. Cause it's nothing that I'm like, I've seen, I'm like, I'm going to watch Juno. But I will yeah. say, I always had those like random moments where I'm like, look, I want to watch this. And I've seen that movie so many times, not because it's my favorite movie, but it's just like, I'm specifically in the mood to watch that film. And I do rewatch a lot of stuff anyway. I'm a rewatcher. That's the episode guys stay up to date on all the latest from us by following Mm -hmm. our instagram at kind of sort of cinephiles you can follow our twitter at kind of sort of cine and also you can be on the lookout for any lists or our reviews on letterboxd at kind of sort of cine as well overall we hope to enjoy this episode and we hope to see you next time Bye. bye thanks for listening